0: Hello everybody, this isn't going to be a normal podcast, what this is going to be is a little uh, movie review slash thoughts on the movie Bombshell, starring Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, and Margot Robbie. Bombshell is a dramatized depiction of the sexual harassment allegations against head of Fox News Roger Ailes that ultimately led to his firing from the company just months before the election of Donald Trump. Stylistically, it's reminiscent of Adam McKay's big short and Vice at times yet never fully adopts a consistent motif the way McKay's work does. It sits on a bizarre ground where it mixes real footage spliced with the film's actors, obviously dramatized scenes, and the tiniest dash of surrealism that evokes a feeling that the director was trying to ape McKay's work, but didn't fully understand why they were doing that. The often distracting visual storytelling is the least of its issues, and not what I want to talk about. Its biggest issue is its merit to exist in the first place. I'm not one to say a movie should not exist full stop. I'm the type of sucker who is happy for any movie to exist for the people it's made to connect with, even if that's not me. In this context, I'm saying this in the way that I'm looking at it as a major release movie, which if nothing else means it demands an audience. A large audience. I do think this is a movie that needs to be seen, the same way every office employee needs to watch the sexual harassment video. That doesn't mean it's enjoyable. The core of the movie is powerful, it's a movie that says something complex about what might be defined as the issue of the decade, harassment and power dynamics. But I fail to grasp who this movie is for. Conservatives aren't likely to sit through two hours of slams on Fox News and attacks on their very identity. On the other side, liberals won't be eager to watch their real-life villains played as victims turned heroes, no matter what truth the movie is based upon. This is a shame because the message is clear and necessary to be heard. Harassment is not a liberal issue. Harassment is a human issue, and it can find victims in villains. People whose morality can be seen as ambiguous at best, it is still harassment nonetheless. It is still wrong. It also conveys the complicated nature of harassment, that it's not as simple as there being perpetrators and victims. The crystal clear act of harassment can be obfuscated by murky waters. Sometimes the very roots of the perpetrator and the victim can be tangled and intertwined under the soil of nurturance and ambition, and that abusers can play both the role of angel and devil. Ultimately, the movie lands, as we all should, that harassment can't be wiped clean by good deeds, and is no less egregious when the other participant appears to be or is willing to participate. And true or false, helpful or harmful, pundits at Fox News like Megyn Kelly, Gretchen Carlson, and their ilk. Are seen by many liberals to be enemies of democracy and truth, no matter to what degree that you could argue they fought for those two things. The film makes a point to speak to the stain that is being part of Fox News, but it's a stain that can't help but harm the audience's connection with the film's protagonists. Their protagonists a liberal audience will struggle to root for, not because of any flaws their characters are shown to have in the movie, but the flaws we assume them to have as humans in our real lives yes it's an accurate and important look at the perils of fighting harassment and that in and of itself should be important but if i can be so bold imagine a movie about harassment towards a female officer within the nazi party in 1930s germany at the end of the day it's still another nazi getting harassed down with them all is that being unfair to megan kelly and gretchen taylor yes absolutely but i can't help but imagine it's a shared sentiment among people who really despise fox news That isn't the mindset we should have, nor is it what the film wants us to have, but it hangs in the film like a stench. It's a story that feels unfinished. It ends on a tone that sways between hopeful and hopeless. The end text card itself states how Ailes was awarded more money than all the victims combined. It was never about the money, he tells Rupert Murdoch. Maybe not, but you have the money and the damage has been done. In real life, the villains never really get theirs. Just months after the events of the film, Trump would become president. This film depicts a small victory shadowed by a tremendous defeat. It's a movie that counts on reality to finish its story. And when has reality ever been as good as the movies?